So that is from uh, Maverick City Music. I can't remember the album, but anyway, it's Maverick uh, City. I hope I pronounced it right. Um, that song is, I think, it's like my all-time favorite worship song. That song um, and um, Hosanna by Israel Houghton. Those two. The first time I heard Hosanna, I was attending a church, you know, and um, I had just walked in in the middle of worship, you know, I, I got in later, I just walked in and that was the song the choir was singing and I felt so like, I, I was, I was floored. I was, I wasn't floored just because of like how the choir, their voices and their harmony, there was just something power, I don't know, maybe it was part of it, but there was something so powerful in that, in that song, in that moment that it's one of my favorite all-time worship songs, Hosanna. And then this one, Light of the World, the first time, you know, when I was just playing it, I remember the first time I heard it as well. The first time I heard it, I was in a university. I was attending a fellowship. Um, some, you know, this thing where they keep inviting you, inviting you to attend. And then, so finally I attended and there was this lady I can't really remember her name now, or maybe I remember it and I don't want to say it. <laughs> but anyway, there was this lady who always used to come. There were two ladies actually who always used to come to teach the word and, you know, like coordinate the youth, so to speak. And um, so I already really admired her because I was just like, the way she used to like preach and teach scriptures and her boldness and all of that. I, so I was already admiring her. And then one day during worship, I think she had just finished a sermon or it was just before and this was a song she sang and I was fl like I was floored and ever since then whenever I hear this song any variation of this song I just I I feel I feel something you know I, I do feel something so anyway so I just wanted to give you a brief you know background and you know and also maybe make you think about what your own favorite worship songs are if you have any and if you don't like maybe you should so this is episode two season five um and welcome to the second half of the year hey welcome welcome god is good god is kind we made it um in spite of all the upheavals global upheavals you know if you're in nigeria national upheavals like in spite of all the upheavals of the first half god has brought us through and so i wanted to do a media check-in which is what i've titled this episode a media check-in um, at the start of this year i had an episode um which was ah uh, can i remember um Yes, don't let pain color your view. And also late last year, um, towards the end of last year, I had another episode called Keep Hope Alive. And I'm just um, very, I don't want to say passionate because that may sound like overtly, you know, just like, like I'm overdoing it. But I, I, I love to encourage because I know what it's like to feel like, oh, the year is ending and nothing is happening or the year is starting and will it happen or now I'm in the middle of the year and, you know, will anything, you know, work? I, I got an email, like I subscribed to 
um, uh, like a, a ministry. And so occasionally I get their emails, you know, from them. And so I got the email for, um, from this ministry. And one of the things that was said in the email was, oh, it's remaining like 180 days for the year to be over. And I felt, I won't lie to you, I felt a tinge of fear mixed with anxiety, you know, together. Um, just reading that line, you know, it was like, ah, you know, what of this and what of that? And I was thinking of all the what ofs, you know, that I'm like, you know, God, have mercy. Where is it? Um, and it also made me remember because, you know, when I when I felt led, because I do feel like I really, really felt led to do this. There's another episode I had in mind. I've already like talked to someone and I was like, OK, this is the topic we're going to do. And we've already like sort of like figured it out. It just remains like fine tuning some things. But I really was led, I believe, to to do this media one, you know, to just do this check in because I know I know what it's like to have that bit of anxiety and you know fear and you know and you're just you're battling with it you know especially as a Christian you're, you're trying not to let it get in you know but somehow somehow it keeps trying to get in and so you're you know you're constantly like fighting off the negative thoughts and the doubt of will it work will it not work will this year be any good or any different so I remember late last year, um, which to the glory of God, you know, God was faithful, um, as he always is. And um, so towards the end of the year, um, I, you know, the, the ministry I joined and all of that, they, there was this, you know, prayer point. And I think it wasn't just peculiar to this ministry, like this church um, that I, I attend or I'm part of. I don't think it's peculiar to the church. I think just all around most churches towards the end of the year, you know, one of the things um, they start saying, especially on this side, which is Nigeria, is like, you know, like pressing, you know, God must deliver, you know, the, I can't remember, you know, like the 11th hour miracle or the 11th hour testimony. And um, so, of course, I was praying, like I still had some things that were stand, I still had some things outstanding. I still had some things outstanding. Why am I biting my tongue? You know, and I was just praying as well and all of that. But as the year started getting to an end, as each day started passing by, I started getting anxious, anxious, like what's happening? I'm praying. Where is it? Where is it? You know, anxious and checking, anxious and checking. Eventually, you know, I, I became afraid. And, you know, after I've learned that, you know, there's something called fear-based anger. So you're angry, whether it's like, you know, as silly as it sounds, whether you're angry at God, but it's an anger that is based on fear. It's not, it's, it's, it's root is fear. It's the fear of, you know, is it going to happen? Does God see me? And is my prayer going to be answered? And things like that. So, and then one day, I, you know, the light came on. Like, it was like God just went somewhere in the room and just went, pop you know, and switch the flip. And um, I, I had forgotten, it no longer mattered to me how faithful God had been in 2021, which was, you know, last year when this was happening. I was like, I was putting all my God is good to me on the last, on what happens in the last day of that 2021. It did not matter the things that happened to me or the things that happened to people close to me. It was like, except God does this, 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 this year has not been good. And so I was sharing it with uh, a friend of mine and I was just saying to her how like this was something that 
just, you know, I was just pressurizing myself and pressurizing God. And I was ready to throw out the whole of the year if these things did not happen in this last 11th hour. And, you know, I was looking around at people who were getting their own 11th hour testimonies and everything. And I was like, what's happening here? And I, and I just, once that revelation came to me, like God, God's goodness is not just going to be pegged on this last 10 days, on this last seven days of 2021, he's, he's, you know, whatever else he did before, doesn't matter, these seven days, if he doesn't do it. I was like, God has been good. This year has been good. And I just want to rest in that knowledge. And so I consciously, by the grace of God, made the decision to just be in thanksgiving because I was in anxiety. I was in fear. I was in fear-based anger. I was like, what is going on? And so I just made up my mind to just be in thanksgiving and just be in a place of praying to prepare myself, you know, mentally, spiritually, and otherwise for the coming year. And that helped me. Um, that helped me a lot because once that I got that revelation and once I was able to make that decision based on that revelation, the anxiety I felt, the fear I felt, the anger I felt, even the the somewhat jealousy I felt of other people who seemed to be getting their 11th hour testimonies and things like that. It all left because I was like, God has been good to me. I'm not going to peg the last five days, 10 days of 2021 and say, if he doesn't do this, this that means that he has failed me in the whole of the, the year. I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. You know, I'm going to pray, but I'm not going to say that the fact that he doesn't answer this prayer means he's, you know, he's a, he's a bad God and, you know, I'm angry, <laughs> you know? And um, so I know what it's like to, you know, reach certain milestones, whether it's the beginning of the year, whether it's the ending of the year, and like now, whether it's the middle of the year, um, and to feel pressured. Um, so I actually titled this episode, um, Media Check-In, um, prisoner of hope. And I'll tell you where the prisoner of hope comes from. So, um, I was listening to, um, a sermon or not really. So like on YouTube, obviously you can watch clips of sermons and ETC and all of that. So I stumbled on something with, um, if you're familiar with like cable TV and, you know, Christian channels, um, there was, there's this channel called Daystar. And there's this thing where they call, I think it's Joni, Joni Talk, where it's like a Christian panel similar to if you're, you know, if you're Nigerian, you know, the, I think, what's it called Nigerian, that TVC, you know, woman panel thing, something like that. But this one is like Christian um, based, or if you're more global in your TV watching, like the view of America and the real that I talked about in my last episode, you know, where just women just come and talk about stuff. But this one is women who come to, together to talk about faith stuff and everything. So on this particular day when I was, you know, stumbled on this, it was, um, the sister, um, of Joel Osteen, who was a guest on this um, panel. And uh, she was just sharing her story, of restoration and God healing and just, you know, how where she felt like she had counted herself out, you know, um, God brought her back in. Um, everything she thought was not going to ever be possible, God just made it possible. And so I was really touched by it, inspired by it. So, you know, usually when I watch stuff like that, I start going through comments um, just to see what people are saying and things like that. So I reached a particular comment 
And um, the lady, I remember it being like a, a woman, had quoted a scripture and it was Zechariah 9.12. And I want to read it to you. So Zechariah 9.12, I'm reading it from the NIV version. And I, I like this version because of how it, um, this particular verse is, is, um, is framed, if I should put it that way. So it says, return to your fortress, O prisoners of hope. Even now, I announce that I will restore twice as much to you. Um, and there's a, there's a version that says, I don't know which version, but I remember checking another version which says, return to your place of safety. Now, I must put a disclaimer and say, like, this particular episode is for Christians. This particular episode is, you know, for those who believe in Jesus Christ as their Lord and personal Savior. This is for you. If, if you don't have this conviction, if you don't have this faith, um, nothing I'm going to say is going to make sense to you. It's, it's, it may sound funny. It may sound comical. Um, and so um, that's what I'm putting it there. So don't listen further if you happen to be like, you know, not a believer because you, you won't get it, so to speak. Um, but I really hope you stick around having said that. But this, so this verse says, return to your fortress. And so another version says, return to your place of safety. It says, oh, prisoner of hope. And I remember when I came across that comment that the lady left under the, the YouTube video, what struck me so much about that verse, about this particular verse, was the prisoner of hope. You know, you know it reminds me of the scripture now that says, that though the righteous fall seven times, they will surely rise again. And that is, that is hope. That is hope. It's hope that makes you keep going. Even when this thing you tried did not work. It's hope that makes you keep praying. Even when this one you prayed for did not come out the way you, th you thought it would or did not even happen at all. It's hope. And the Bible describes us as prisoners, those who belong to him. We are prisoners of hope. We can't escape it. You can't throw away the towel. You can't say this first half of the year was, we can't, we can't say this first half of the year was bad, therefore, or this thing did not work, therefore. If the Bible calls us prisoners of hope, it means that we are bound to hope. We can't escape it. We are called to hope. It doesn't matter what the first half of this year has been. We are called to hope in the second half. It doesn't matter what the disappointment was. We are called to still hope. You may have sent your CVs out for jobs and nothing has happened in the first half. But guess what? You are a prisoner of hope. So you are expected to keep sending out your CV in the second half of the year. You may have gotten your heart broken in the first half of the year. But guess what? You're a prisoner of hope. You're supposed to still be expecting that the right person for you is going to find you. The God-ordained person for you will find you. You know, you're a prisoner of hope. Like, you may have worked so hard and what you thought would come through has not come through. But you're a prisoner of hope. It doesn't mean you stop working. You keep working at it. Oh, I'm trying to break this addiction. I've tried everything I can. This addiction is still there. You're a prisoner of hope. If the righteous will fall seven times, but surely they will rise again. That is what hope does. There's a sermon many years ago of Joel Osteen. It's a psalm, and I can't remember the psalm right now, where he, um, uh, he, called, he titled that sermon, the, uh, A Bounce Back Person or something like that. And it was, it, was the psalm, it was the psalm that talked about how we were like, you know, the trees of Lebanon or palms. I can't remember how, or we were like palm trees. I can't remember how that particular verse goes. But it was just saying how no matter how much we bend, no matter how much we bend, we bounce back. 
And that bounce back is hope. We keep going because of hope. We keep praying over that troubled child because of hope. We keep praying over that marriage to change, over that wife to change, over that husband to change because of hope. Like we are called to be people of hope. That is who we are called to be. And so when I saw it that night, I was blown away. Like there's some verses in the Bible that when I see it, I'm like, is this, so this thing is there. <laughs> Let me use my Nigerian intonation. Like, eh, is this thing in the Bible? Are you for real? You know, I am, I am amazed. I am blessed. I am humbled. I am shaken. I am stared. I am everything. And I paused. I was like, wow, I am a prisoner of hope. And that is what I, we are called to. And that is what I want to encourage us, even myself, even you, in this second half of the year. is not time for anxiety. He says, return to your fortress. My siblings and I, my brothers and I, we are big fans of uh, Smallville. And that is like uh, Superman in his, young, in his young years, Clark Kent as a young guy. And I remember every time he'll go to his fortress to talk to his father, I can't remember the name of his father now, you know, is this fortified place where nobody can enter. And that's why that other version, I can't remember the Bible now, but there's a version that says, return to your place of safety. Your place of safety, my place of safety as a believer is a place of faith. That is, that is where we will have peace. God said in his word, he said that they did not enter into my rest because they did not believe. And so the place of safety, the place where we are at peace is when we're in a place of faith. Now, as I'm saying all these things, I acknowledge, oh my goodness, if you know my story, I acknowledge with all my heart that it is not rice and beans. Like we say, you know, like this time, they like this thing is not beans. It's, you know, it's more than beans, <laughs> you know, I acknowledge that it's not easy to walk it. It's easier to say it than to walk it. But his grace is sufficient. I just want to encourage you and tell you, you are a prisoner of hope. You, you are called to hope. You are called to hope. I am called to hope. It doesn't matter what the first half has looked like. We are called to hope. It doesn't matter what has not gone the way we wanted it to go. We are called to hope. So I really wanted to do this media check-in to just say that I, I, like I said, I already had like a topic I was going to do when I was already, you know, like I said, just talk to someone who would come and on, on it with me and we'll do it together. But I, I, I really was convinced that media check-in is important because I know how, like I said, just saying that is just 180 days. I was like, hey. Are you for real? Like everything that was happening to me late last year wanted to start happening to me again. The anxiety, the fear, the fear-based anger, the panic. But you're a prisoner of hope. I am a prisoner of hope. I can't throw in the towel. I can't say, okay, I'm not trying again. I'm not doing that again. I'm not going, you know, going there again, wherever there is. I'm, we are called to be prisoners of hope. You may have started your fitness stuff like, like me. I started this my um, fitness thing, like towards, I think the third month of last, of the first half of this year, I like March. And I'm just like, I'm not seeing anything, but I'm called to be a prisoner of hope. It's not for me to throw in the, in the towel. I'm called, 
Hope means you keep going. You keep going because you believe that one day you're going to wake up and you're going to see that thing that you're working towards. So I just wanted to encourage you. This is not meant to be like a long um, episode like, like recently has been happening. But it's just a media check-in to say to you, return to your fortress, O prisoner of hope.